The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thanks for joining us again for another special edition of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Of course, I'm Paul Wilson, and we are talking to Diesel Power Challenge 2017 competitors. Right now, I am so excited to welcome onto the show Patrick Whitecomb. How the hell are you? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful, man. In in the office on a Sunday, getting to talk to you guys. Really excited for this week's events. Um, I know I'm pumped, but I'm not even sitting there in Denver. How does it feel, man? How how's it hanging out there after registration? Oh, you know, excited, nervous, all kinds of emotions going on. Don't know what to think. Can't wait to get started. Yeah, it's always a weird atmosphere when you're there for that first day of like check in and just getting registered and there's nothing really happening. You guys are traveling over to ATS tonight, right? Yes. Yeah. And then other than that, pretty much everybody just hangs out at the hotel and shoots the shit from my experience. Yeah, we uh, might travel around, check out Denver a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Sweet. Well, I'm excited, man. Well, I found out we got another guy here from Wisconsin, quite a few of them this year. Whereabouts are you in uh, the old Cheesehead State? Uh, I'm from Hubertus, Wisconsin, which is about 20 miles north of Milwaukee. Okay, okay, right in the same grouping, man. That Milwaukee area just bringing it this year. Um, All right, well, first of all, tell us about the truck, because I'm pretty sure you said you got a Ford. Yeah, it's a 2008 Ford 6.4 liter. Uh, I've had it since new. I actually ordered it in 2007. Yeah, so it's getting old. It's getting old. Yeah, we're racking up that decade on it. What do you got done to it? Uh, Pretty much everything. I built the motor myself, um, rods, pistons, cam. Um, I got ported heads from... um, Push rod, valve springs, got a bigger compound setup on it, got a 66 millimeter still running the VGT uh, with an 86 millimeter precision turbo, atmosphere turbo. Oh, wow. I uh, got a atmosphere turbo um, in the compound setup. Uh, got the fully built transmission with all the built parts in it. Built that myself also. Pretty much all the work on the truck's been done by me. No shit. Okay, well, tell us a little bit about your experience. What got you started in diesel performance? Um, to be honest, uh, I grew up around, we had a trucking company. Grew up around dump trucks and family vehicles, a diesel pickup, and one thing led to another. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> often we hear that. Anyways. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. you know when when kids grow up around diesel they get into diesel because it is just so much fun and it's crazy to hear how many guys go from that big rig dump truck kind of you know commercial vehicle into their personal right like you turns out you learn how to yeah. change a tire you want to do everything yeah i uh my first truck was an old 7.3 idi and Ooh. i got shit for it when i uh i got crap for it when i bought it Everybody's like, oh, that thing's going to be so slow and blah, blah, blah. That was way before Jesus even really took off in the performance. And I think at that time, big horsepower was about 400 horse on the street for diesels, <laughs> even after the performance modifications. Oh, yeah. So. 
that's nuts. All the way from an IDI to here. Okay, that's six four. At yeah. what point did you have to go in and start uh, messing with the motor? At what did you have problems first, or did you have a good truck and you just built it for fun? What What was the history of the truck? I, um, the first problem I had with it, I broke a push rod, um, pulled it apart, was completely stock engine at the time. I had a little bit bigger chargers on it and some other minor stuff and uh, broke a push rod. I said, well, I'm this far into it. Pull the heads off, um, put head studs in it right away. And I did all that. I ran that for a little while and then one of the heads cracked on it. And then at that point, I decided to throw a set of rods in it right away. Um, So I was shooting for a little more power than what the stock rods were holding up and pretty much the transmission itself. I kept piecing that together as I would break parts, put better parts in it and break the next thing. (laughs) Are you out sled pulling or drag racing when you're snapping parts? Uh, To be honest, I usually snap the parts on the street. Um, I sled pull with the truck a lot. I usually don't break anything. Um, Mostly I'm going to take the kids to school or just cruising around and things go wrong oh no just when you don't when you don't <laughs> expect it when you're not prepared for it right exactly exactly <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure the underlying issue was, was from something prior but right it finally fails <laughs> of course of oh. course i hear you man i hear you it happens to the best of us Okay. Well, you know, I know there's a lot of dedication, there's a lot of passion, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into putting a truck together, getting it voted on, and getting your ass out there to Denver to compete at the Diesel Power Challenge. Tell me, what's driving you? Why are you competing this week? Um, There's a lot of people who want to see me out here, and I pretty much didn't want to let them down. I did actually run into a few issues um, towards the getting close to the time of leaving here and I had to work late and took a lot of hours into it, got her back up and running and got it out here. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Every every competition we go to, somebody's wrenching on their truck in the pits. Great to know that you're already yeah. working on it. Get her get her prepped and get her ready before you go. Speaking of, what type of preparation did you do with the truck? What'd you do to, to test and tune, to fine tune it, make sure you were ready for this? Um about a month ago, I went to the um, drag strip with it and put a couple passes on it, make sure it was ready to go. Um, did my best time was a 10.59 at 131. Who? Being uh, lifted, crew cab, long box dually, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, no shit. Um, I've got years of experience sled pulling the thing, so not too worried about that. Um, drove it around, you know drive it every day it's a daily driver you know put miles on it make sure it's good to go you know danny would just sacrifice me if i didn't ask what your 60 foot time was with that big old box running down the track um my best 60 foot was a 162 um and the 1059 pass it was a 168 that's still man that is moving to get a truck that big that heavy and with all that drag, just to move at that first sixty feet, that's fast, man. Oh, oh yeah, I, and that's—I was only—I was launching pretty easy. I was launching about twenty psi. Really? Um, 
I actually I pulled the to, I wanted to see how fast I could get that thing as big as it is. So I actually pulled all the seats out of it for that. Um, I pulled the inner duals off um, and some other minor stuff. Waited on the way down to the track, and it on a certified cat scale, the truck stopped. Uh, a quarter tank of fuel. It weighed. 8,640 pounds. Oh, my God. That's still a lot of weight, man. That's still a lot of weight. Yeah. But that's nice. Okay, so do you got it stripped down for the competition then? You got a cage in it? No, it doesn't have a cage. You know, it's not a race truck. It's a street truck. I didn't really want to put a cage in it. Um, surprisingly, the local track didn't say anything about the cage when I ran that fast. Were you at Great Lakes Dragway? Yes, it was only one pass, so um, I don't think they cared too much. Yeah, they're pretty forgiving. If you're not out there hot lapping it and it's a weeknight especially, they're pretty cool. Yeah, it was a weeknight, correct. Yeah, they get a little more strict on the weekends there. Yeah, yeah, when the stands are packed, they can't have that shit flying, right? I get it. And they they usually will come in. In my experience, the guys are always really cool on the weeknights where they come and give me a warning as opposed to, like, throwing me out of the track. Um but yeah. I was actually talking to the tech guy afterwards, and I threw my <laughs> I had I had my smaller set of tires on. I threw my 37s back on, and I wanted to make another pass to see what the time difference would be. And I was talking to the tech guys who were swapping tires, and he's like, "Wow!" He's like, "I'm gonna go over there and take a video of it." <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> I hear you, man. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So you said you got a lot of experience out there sled pulling. You obviously got some experience hooking up at the track and racing. Which one of these events are you a little nervous about? What's going to be the hardest for you? Oh, definitely the the track will be the hardest um, because of the weight. You know, it's probably a little over 9,000 pounds with everything on it. Um, Obviously, there's a lot lighter, quicker trucks, you know, but... It's head to head, so that'll be different too. Right. You know, if you can tree somebody or whatever, it's still anybody's game, even with the big truck I got. Well, I would have thought with that long long box, really the the obstacle course was just going to be a nightmare for you. No, you you pretty good spinning that wheel. I'm pretty good with a trailer, and the truck has the wide track front end, so it actually turns on a dime. Oh, okay. Which it's going to help me out. It might be a little tricky getting through some of the cones depending on how tight the course is being the length of it yeah but as far as backing the trailer and stuff like that it shouldn't be too much of an issue okay okay you do any preparation for fuel mileage before you go out you you get strapped down to a dyno and play with it or you go out and track some hills around there by you no i didn't really do much for fuel mileage it's it's it doesn't get good mileage that's (laughs) gonna be how it is A uh, Ford owner that's reasonable and from Wisconsin. Kid, I got to tell you, I didn't see it coming. I didn't didn't see it coming. <laughs> Wait, I mean, my truck is 29 miles big. <laughs> I definitely appreciate you taking out some time and talking to us today. I know you guys are uh, kind of all on edge and waiting over there. Anybody you want to give a shout-out to? Anything you want to say to our listeners? Uh just want to give a shout out to my family um putting up with it obviously um all the guys that have helped me getting parts uh get a lot of stuff from river city so they've helped me out a lot getting stuff quickly and on time and everybody that helped me out 
Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick. We wish you the best of luck. Uh, listeners, once again, give a quick shout-out to Calibrated Power Solutions and Duramax Tuner. Remember, if you're ordering any parts or anything that's being shipped to you, remind your salesman that you want a free Diesel Performance Podcast t-shirt. Let them know your size. We'll throw it in there for you for free. This has been Paul Wilson. You're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Thank you so much. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com.